Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey guys, Jason Christie here. Hope you're very well. Before we get stuck into this week's podcast. Yes, we have some V exciting news to share with you, and that is the fact that there is an opportunity that we We'll meet you and we're very, very excited about it because we've been banging on about wanting to meet you guys for ages. Yes, we are doing a live podcast. It is called the Thinker Girls Posse Podcast, which means that everybody that listens to the show is going to be in the hot seat. You can join us in Melbourne on Saturday the 18th of November or in Sydney Saturday 25th of November. Both shows start at 8pm and you can find all of the ticket information at our Facebook page. Whoop, whoop. Get ready because here I come. Blah, 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 blah. It's that time of the week again. We should have rehearsed that bit. <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking, but not saying. Stacey and I will go ham. We each bring a gem to the table, something we're thinking but not saying. Coming up this app. I think popular theory has it that women can orgasm more whereas men might have one or two in the tank per sort of six hours. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Hey, guys, another week, another fucking, I don't know. What were we going to say? Another, another, another week, ship, another dollar? Another shit fight. I was about to say. <laughs> no, we actually spoke about whether we should talk about how feminists don't want it to be about gender because I did that on the show and we've all dumped it. Yeah, because... It feels this week in particular a bit heavy, and which will be fuck two that because it's Friday. Which will be the we'll be talking about the Lisa Wilkins and Harvey Weinstein week. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. Because it will be yeah a couple be of a weeks, weeks later. Mm. But then also, yeah, you're right. Like it feels a bit heavy. So let's just talk about you know touching yourself instead. Sure, that's what we'll get so to. So on board. That's what we'll get to. If you haven't listened to this podcast before, get a hello. We are two radio chicks who talk uh, thoughts. We're thinking. I have to burp for a second. Sorry. Is that the sardines coming back? <laughs> How's that, everybody? Stace rocks up, she opens up a salad and then cracks open a can of sardines. Do you want me to eat unhealthily? Like, would hot chips be better for your nostrils but worse for my stomach? No, I support it. Doesn't mean it doesn't stink. Yeah. Well, you don't sound like you fucking support it, mate. (laughs) This is far from supportive. Like, don't kid yourself. I can't stand people. I support it, but I sound like I want to kill you. No, I'm a tuna slash salmon eater, so I get it. And everyone's always like, yes, it is. I've given you a talking about bagging food smells because then then when you go to eat it, you feel almost not as good. Well, you know that I have a very strong sense of smell and I always associate weird things with scents and then you can't get it out of your head and enjoy anything. (laughs) Like that time that we ate the cheese that tasted like soap, remember? And you're like, now you've fucked it. Well, you had. I can't go back. You had. And well, it's it not my fault. Like soap forever now. Yeah, it tastes like palm olive. It's but so it weird. it didn't to me before. <laughs> so how dare you? Open up your senses. Uh, you can listen to uh, this show, uh, more of this crap, <laughs> <laughs> or you can head to our radio show podcast, which is called The Everyday Podcast. They're the differences if you're confused. Um, we have a live show that we're doing in Melbourne on the 18th of November. Tickets are on sale at Ticketek and the 25th of uh, November in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everyone else. We will figure that out. We'll one get day. to that at some point. Yeah, we Just, will. Just you got to. 
you got to start small, otherwise you don't do it. Let's talk to our guest, yes. shall we? Uh, this particular chick you will have known um, as a radio and TV person from forever. Um, she has a radio show on our very own network, the 3PM Pickup. Um, and she is the founder and the writer of what everybody was asking us when we were talking about Zero Fucks Cooking the other week. And then we got three or four messages of people like, can you please remember what that is? I can never, well, I can't remember. So I went back and listened and we were talking about Yumi Steins' cooking book which is now a book called Zero Fucks Cooking. Mm. So that's what it is. If you are mm-hmm, an avid mm-hmm, listener, mm-hmm. we were talking about that a couple of weeks ago. Um, and she has a brand new podcast, which is called Ladies We Need to Talk, uh, centered around right into the tricky topics, just like we like to do here uh, that women often avoid talking about. We are, of course, talking about Yumi Stein. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hello. Hey, Chick. How are you? Hey, really great. Thanks for plugging the podcast. You know that's on a totally different network on the ABC. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Imagine, rules, rules, yeah, rules. We talk about the small man in Ash London on our show, Flat Stick. <laughs> we wouldn't give a shit. It's like a different, it's a different, you don't eat, order everything on the menu at the yeah. restaurant, do you? You just pick, your, so what, pick what you want. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. The po- and I've listened to the podcast. I listened to it the other night driving home from work. It's very good. I listened my to the one about. Cuts, my boyfriend does the promos for it, actually. So he was giving me all the juice actually yeah. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have probably said that we've got people everywhere <laughs> nah it was very good you you were talking to your mum about vaginas the difference between a vagina and a vulva and how we've all got it wrong it was very yeah we've had it wrong forever and yeah, i got no my mum who's japanese to say the word clitoris which um never stops being funny yeah that's <laughs> that's fucking hilarious it was very good um let's get stuck into the show we each talk about a gem a thought we're thinking but not saying that's on our mind philip the duck mm. will rein us in so we don't crap on we're all on radio we all know we like to talk so um let's get amongst it what do you girls have as a top line uh, i want like to talk header. about um how everybody tells you that your maternal instincts will kick in at some point. It's like you just reach this magical age that then you just change and you suddenly become craving babies. And my question is what about if that never happens? It's hard for you too because you sit next to me every day and I'm the most cluckiest fucking person in the world. We did actually order, like they use it in Hollywood movies and shit, like a fake pregnancy belly that looks like chicken fillets. That Stace wore around for a whole week. Because Mercer wanted to try and make me feel like, make me not want to be pregnant. And it just made me want to be pregnant even more. We've got a good thing going here, Yumi. Mm. You know? Yeah. Well, I, I've been doing that thing lately where I look at other people's babies and go, oh, oh, and their little bald heads. You can't. So you have a thousand. How can you still be thinking that? My God. No. I think it's because my, my youngest turned two on Monday. So I just went, okay, he's officially like a little man now. So... I don't have a baby anymore, and babies, they smell so good and juicy and peachy, and I, I kind of know I'm not doing it again, you know. So so, so I, I kind of crave a little cuddle with a, with a tiny infant. I think everybody does. You'd crave a, couple, a, cu- a cuddle, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. actually do really yeah. like babies. Um, okay, I want to talk about masturbation and where the danger spot is with it. I think in the past I've spoken about we should Danger? Be, yes. Gosh. In all I kinds never, of ways. I never knew. Well, yes, you did, because... Because you've been, you found yourself getting really addicted once. I remember you talking about it. Yeah, but yeah, true. But when you said danger, I just thought of like you know, like physical health stuff. Well, it could be. It could be. Physical. You could rub it clean off. Yeah, exactly. It's true. That would be bad, and you'd have and nothing to play with. Could you imagine? It's but it's yes, I can. Oh, I'll you tell rub- you. Oh, God. Like you go so far that you could totally bleed at least. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, come on. Hey, I've got a good one I want to talk about as well. Oh, Am I allowed to bring yeah. something? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. 
Okay, I want to know how bad the situation has to be before you call the cops. Oh. You know, before you dial triple O. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. And I reckon yeah. it gets worse as you get older because you're dialing quicker. Yeah, you're more <laughs> you're more likely to jump on the triple yeah. zero. Siri, I when I first did when I first called about a party, I was like, I, my life is over. Like I'm done. Yeah. Like a party. I, I, I Did you just I pronounce complained. the T in party? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all down here from Yeah, here. it really is. I was like, if I'm complaining about someone's joy, I'm I'm messed up. But, I mean, is there an example that you've got, you? Yes, I called the cops yesterday. Oh, so I'm oh. going to tell you all about why and whether you can decide whether it was the right thing to do or can not. Can we get Will into you that go? first, yeah, please? Go, go, go. Get ready because here I come. Missed anything from the Thinker Girls this week? Don't worry. We've been waiting for you at thethinkergirls.com.au to catch up. Okay, look, there were two cops incidents yesterday in my life. <laughs> two? Two, yeah. I wasn't there for the first one, but they turned up at my house when I wasn't home because a domestic violence call had been zeroed in, like, through Fuck. GPS location to my home. GPS so location? How, how does that, that work? I don't even know I don't that's know. a thing. I think it's like if you ring and they're like, we, you don't identify where you're calling from, they can locate it from the phone call. Whoa. So they got a call and it was seemed to be coming from our home, so they turned up and they had to search every room in case there was somebody cowering behind a desk or something. That is Jesus. so fucking intense. And also I'm kind of glad to know that's happening. I don't know. Why. Oh, yeah. So anyway, that was that was incident number one. Then last night my partner and I went, um, we had a day. Right, nice. And we had a babysitter, and we decided to go to the beach and have a swim. It was fucking cold and horrible and shit, but we we did it anyway. And then we went and got pizza. Sounds so romantic. Yeah, it was great. It was shit. And then um, (laughs) then we had this option to go to a movie, and I was like, yeah, what about we just go home and go to bed? (laughs) Because it's going to be like eleven before the movie ends. You know, I get so grumpy after nine. So we're driving home in the dark knowing that we're very lame and we have to cross this quite major bridge to get home. And on one side of the bridge, there's like a pedestrian walkthrough with bikes and, you know, it's quite wide and people dog it. But on the other side, there's no space at all for a pedestrian, right? And as we're driving up the bridge, I see this guy on a push bike with two pizzas on the back. He's like a Deliveroo driver or something, rider on his bike, entering this massive, like super massive bridge with just one tiny light and it's dark and the tra- the traffic goes really hard on this bridge and I just went, that guy is going to die. Like, I don't feel right to just drive on by this guy. I don't think he knows where he's going. I think he's following his GPS, but he's on the wrong side of the bridge. Oh, he's not oh protected no. at all. So then I'm sitting there going, what do I do? We're, we've driven by him by this point. So then I picked up my phone and I thought, I'll just ring the local cops, you know, the ones who are around the corner. How do you even know that number? Well, I used to have it when I was complaining about parties. (laughs) 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 So anyway, it's since been deleted from my phone. So I actually called Triple O to, like, report that there's this guy whose life is in danger because he's riding a push bike across a multi-lane bridge in the dark. Okay, and what did they say? Like, did they say you did the right thing or what? Well, so that you know, they 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 say they answer in that scary voice. Do you want police, fire, or ambulance? And you're like, ah! could be all. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. So I, said, I said police, and then they put me straight through to the um the switchboard. And I said the first thing I said was, look, I don't know if this is a proper emergency, but here's the deal. And they were so good and really listened patiently. 
I explained clearly and then I, they said they'll send somebody to take a look. It's interesting because when I, I had a, an episode which was like a cyst endometriosis bullshit concoction with a poo, it was really bad. <laughs> and I passed out and like, you know, it was not good. And I had the same thought, can I ring the ambulance? Like, mm. is this ambulance worthy? Which I've now looked at back and gone, you're a self-sabotager. That's it fucked is. up. Like, yeah. just call. Like, you yeah. have issues with getting help. But is that what could it be on a bigger sca- scheme? Is that people actually have issues asking for help? Asking for help. Yeah, yeah. because that's certainly what my it stemmed from me is that it was – you know, I, I should be able to figure it out by myself, really. Mm. I didn't even call my very new boyfriend at the time. Um, and I started calling people, <laughs> my friends, who one of my friends is a makeup artist on a morning show and she was like, hello. <laughs> and I'm like, babes, when you had that um, intolerance, like to cauliflower, <laughs> what did you feel? And she's like, what's happened? And I'm like, got to go. I'm going to, I'm going through another thing. Like, and just, you know, it was just in a mess. And then I call another friend and be like, hey, when you got kidney stones, like, what did you, like, this is what I did instead of just Mm, calling the ambulance. And when I think back now, it's pretty, it's actually pretty stupid. And if that guy had have died, it was probably pretty stupid for you not to call. Like, I wonder why we hesitate. Mm. They're there. Was your thing, was your thing to do with your vagina? Yeah. Because I think that, you know what, if it's vaginal, I always hesitate because I'm like, do I want some idiot poking around in there? Because well, often they more, do, and then was, you're none the wiser. Well, I think that's often why people also, with endo and those kinds of things, people don't want to address it. Yeah, and I think want. also because you're told to suck it up. So if it's period or vagina related, it's like yeah. everybody gets it, everyone deals with it since they're cave women. So well, deal. that's it. You don't really know what yeah. the level is. But I must yeah. say, when I had, remember that fire alarm that went off and kept going off for maybe four hours oh the God, other week, yeah, Merce? Yeah, yeah. I didn't ring them. Because I was like, there is no fire. I'm fine. I'm in an apartment building. It's only about six apartments. Mm. And I went, I'm fine. Like, I'm not going to disturb them. And then they came eventually because the fucking thing was still on. I was about ready to leave and go for walks. I'm like, I cannot deal with this noise anymore. I've Instagram storied at the works. Like I've yeah, done people are like, every, oh, what's going on? I've done like, everything the- that I should have done. And then I asked him, I said, should I have, should someone, should I have called you? And he goes, well, yeah. He goes, you might not be able to smell the smoke, but if the alarm goes off, you are supposed to call us. Like I think in short, but I think in answer to your situation, Yumi, yes, you should have called the cops. You're in the right. right. With the yeah. fire alarm, Stacey, yes, you should have called the fucking fire. But that's my point. In every example that I've learned this year, it's been yes. You know what it is? It's the word emergency. I think that freaks everybody out. And they're those, like, is and this those, worthy? And those weird call, like they're doing amazing things. Don't get me wrong, but their tone when they answer is like you know game on like how can i help you and you're like oh you know you just freak Mm. it's quite it's a it's and also it's the movies like what you see on the movies when you you call triple nine or whatever nine one one triple triple nine don't go calling triple nine no one's coming (laughs) or a porn star's answering but i yeah nine one one it's very um dramatic you know it's always dramatic do you feel glad yumi that you called now like are you thinking in your gut you know what? You know when you you think of a smart comeback when you're lying in bed four hours after the insult came. Yeah. Well, four hours after I called the cops, I just thought, you know what? I could have done is just slowed the car right down and escorted him across the bridge, you know, and just been like a a guard between him and the rest of the traffic. 
Well, and then put your own life in no, danger after no, your shit that date. sounds like no, a terrible no, idea. No, <laughs> That does not sound like a you reckon? good idea. He probably would have been like, go away. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then all the other cars like, what's his crazy bitch doing? Like, <laughs> no, that was not good. That's so something I would do, such a delayed reaction. Like half a day yeah. later, you're like, oh, now I've got it. <laughs> no, yeah, because you want to learn from this stuff. You want to kind of go, okay, next time I see a little delivery guy on the bridge, <laughs> I'll know what to do. And re- chances are everyone's going to go through this <laughs> Next couple of years. Yeah. These delivery guys they're are jumping everywhere. And they're jumping on for three months and then jumping out. You know, no one's going to be the delivery guy that's been there for 15 years. No, you because know? Like, they're, they're Euros that want to pay for their next trip going to the Red Centre. Well, that's quite <laughs> quite stereotypical. Isn't it may, it? Yeah, it may be. But I mean, <laughs> you know. Very they specific. That cannot be the version of farm work, Christy. Like, Deliveroo <laughs> is not the new farm work. Like, farm work would have been more accurate because, yes, they need to do that. But. The delivery, that's a fairly No, but job. I just think if it is not enough of emergency, they won't send anybody out after you call. Do you know what I mean? So you're probably yeah, safe sure. at a call. They'll probably go. Yeah, yeah. I think our issue is with asking for help. <laughs> well, that's where I'm landing on. Asking for help. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're all bloody solo. I want to talk about my thing because I want to end on the masturbation thing because I think it's a real corker, guys. Okay. Um, I. What a hook. Yeah. Reckon the girls are over sharers. Wait till you see them on Snapchat. <laughs> see what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the Thinker Girls on Snapchat. Um, so one of my mates has had a baby, and I've got I've got a friend that's ha- had two kids, but I met her I don't know about five years ago. But this particular friend is the first one of my like people that I've known forever to have had a baby, and it feels different because I went to primary school with her, I've known her forever, and then so I just keep looking at photos of her with this kid or like breastfeeding. When I say this kid, it's her child. <laughs> she always calls them it or that kid or, you know, I had to get my, you know, I had to get it a present. I'm like, <laughs> are you talking about it. your godson? Like, <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, I made Stacey put my godson's birthday in her phone too because I forgot it, uh, it, uh, I forgot his <laughs> first birthday last year. So I was like, can you be my backup? Anyway, um, so I've, when I look at photos of this particular mate with her newborn child, I'm just like, can't quite believe it. I'm like, Jess has had a baby like I can't I can't compute I'm still so much in awe of her like what her body has done and just I'm staring at photos of this child like it is freaking amazing and then a lot of my um, other friends you know were doing the same thing and I was talking to a mate about this one of her besties the other day and she was saying how she was freaking out a little bit when she went to go and hold the baby and they're so you know the parents are so great so encouraging like don't worry you'll be right or you know you know he's not he's not a doll you know so he's got a strong neck so don't freak out wanting to encourage her to make her feel comfortable and she was saying that everybody was saying around her when she was freaking out about oh I feel weird or I'm holding the baby oh what about if he cries um that she was like everybody reassures me don't worry because it'll kick in for you at some point this maternal instinct thing that there's some kind of like alarm clock in every female's body some go off a little bit earlier some go off a little bit later but don't worry it's going to happen for you where the alarm will sound and then all of a sudden you'll go gaga and you will be frothing to have a baby and I was talking to her about that and I was thinking about it ever since and I'm like what about if that never happens for people like does that like are there some are there some women 
that are waiting, 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 still maybe want to have kids but don't deem themselves this maternal gagging, wanting to hold everybody's baby thing, even in their, I don't know, like mid to late 30s and thinking if I do want to have my own child and then maybe do have their own kids but still still that maternal instinct never kicks in for them. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mm, it's a tricky one. I never had that. Like, I was never clucky when I was young. And then I turned 26 and just suddenly went, fuck, I, if I'm going to have a baby, I want to do it while I'm in my 20s. Like, I want to do it young. And I was pregnant sort of within a week, practically. Oh, yeah, so, Get shit done. So right. But hang on. Yeah. Did, when you were 26 and you say that kicked in, was it like a... Was, was it a decision yeah, or was a feeling? A logistical kind of thing where you're like, no, I want to have kids No, not logistical young? at all. No, no, because I was single at the time and I, I was the youngest kid, so I was never around babies. I was the, always the, the baby myself and I just liked that. I liked that privileged position and, and not nurturing and not giving a shit, you know, about anyone else. Mm. It's, a, it's, a, it's like being a little king, I think, being the youngest child sometimes. <laughs> a small king. Yeah, as the eldest, I fucking get it. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I, get, I know how much labour goes into parenting and I don't want a bar of that. I just want to keep being the king and, um, and eschew all that mothering stuff. I think it's, you know, subservience. I think it's slave labour. I'm not into it. And then suddenly, just like you're saying, it kicked in and I, and I kind of went, oh, I think I want one. But I also have a lot of friends who just, it, they're, they're in their 40s, 50s, some in their 60s who are, never had kids, never kind of were slave to that biology. Mm. Yeah, it's funny. Maybe, like, what would it be if it never came for you? Would you think that you would push through and do it because you've painted a picture for yourself of what you would like or do you think that you would sit more in the... No, no, because I was never that girl that wanted stuff like that. I never wanted a wedding. I didn't want a white dress. didn't want a debutante ball. You know, it was all that stuff seemed really poxy to me, really uncool. What about you? What about you, Merce? Would you, like, if you think in, in I don't know, 10 years and you still feel exactly the same, yeah. would you push through and have it or would you be assigned to the fact that maybe it's not for me and you be comfy? If I'm really honest, I'd push through and have the baby. Because I just have a, I just don't want to ever, I wouldn't want to be in a position where I'd regret that. Because I think, I like. Would you want to be in a position where you regret it if you have it? Because I don't think I would. I think there would be, I don't know. I just. I 
I think I play up to that within my family. I think being the old, and I was always like, oh, like the eye roll emoji, like, oh, sure, you're a bit hopeless. Oh, don't give the baby to Christy because it'll cry. Mm. Ha ha. Because my, even though my sister is younger than me, she's like the older sister and she's like um, um, your childcare health nurse and works with, you know, in the neonatal section. So she was always like being obsessed with babies. And I think mm. I was always compared to her. And even though I don't feel like that anymore, I don't mind kids. I'm pretty good with kids. And I rec- I think I'd like to have I would like to have kids at some point in the future, but I think, um, yeah, I think I pretend and play that down around my family a bit. Where well, there I'm you like, go. You've, you've become full bloody circle in, because 20, I'm in like, 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, you're the career girl or you're, you know what I mean? And especially since breaking up um, with a part after a really long relationship, I am looking at that stuff differently and thinking, well, do I really want to, do I really want to have kids and would I still if that instinct never really kicks in? Well, you've just answered But that. I reckon I – yeah, mm. I reckon I would. Okay, yeah. thanks everybody involved. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be $120, thank you. God, that's Actually, cheap. That, yeah, that's, that's a bloody cheap session. That'll be $3,000. You're already in the Thinker Girls posse. That's right. Now let's make it Facebook official. Just search the Thinker Girls on Facey, Insta and Snapchat. Um, all right, let's finish this up with masturbation. So I've got a, a thought that maybe if you masturbate, you're done and dusted and kind of get what you want and that potentially that, that it, it can affect your relationship. And I just think I hadn't thought about it like that because I've been single for so fucking long that it's always just been about my own pleasure and my own figuring things out. And also my last relationships, I don't think I particularly liked them that much. Whereas now I feel like I've got a great sex life, mega in fact, and also it's exploratory. Mm. Is that a word? Yeah. Exploratory. So I feel like the stuff that you would explore or kind of be still have this mystery of yourself, I for the first time feel like I might I have that with somebody. Uh, and okay. so now masturbation's kind of not really on, on the cards. and I, Or not on the cards, it's just not happening that much. It's fairly early days. Well, so especially if that. you're feeling fulfilled with your partner. Yeah. And there's only so many hours in the day, you know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but the thing is, if I now think that I would masturbate, then that craving for sex, which let me tell you, comes and goes pretty quickly. Like it's there, but it's not like I'm horny and turned on all the time. That's just not happening. Mm. So then if I fulfill that in masturbation mm. in a different way where I don't usually, I don't masturbate as much anymore, I do see that that affects me wanting to have sex with my partner. It just all of a sudden looks really clear. And it was a bit scary because then I thought you can really go down that road, especially if you're single and be very, very fulfilled in that on your own mm. and not go for that craving elsewhere. But it's a fine line because I also feel like there were lots of times when I was single that I slept with people for the wrong reasons, you know. So I felt like I got a lot of empower back by, like, you know, exploring with self-pleasure and not just going there, fucking, you know, getting it done and then leaving it. Mm. I realised that that stuff, you could go home and put a candle on and still have a night and kind of explore a little bit and do that stuff and not have to get that from some guy that you've met at the pub. Do you know what I mean? Like that's actually also an option. So I kind of found an okay balance, but it did make me realize actually how the two do go hand in hand in terms of your urges. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like if you have a sexual urge, then you can satisfy it one of two ways. You can get it done yourself or with a partner, but regardless of where, whichever route you take, that it's being fulfilled somewhere. So it will cancel the other one out. That's right. And now when we're building that and kind of building, 
I don't know, this honesty and this uh, dance around where we're truly at. Not mm. that I think that, you know, you want to take that out completely. I also, f- for the very first time in my life, of all the relationships, I do feel not guilty, but I did start to feel a bit like this is going to have an effect on us. Mm. And I hadn't felt that before. Mm. I'd what? never felt before. I'm like, oh, I'm just doing it because I didn't care. Maybe I didn't care as much. I don't know. So do you feel like you're cheating on your new boyfriend with your finger? Is that what you're trying to say? Oh, I've never been a finger girl, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I did. Like, I think I, not cheating. I just feel like, is it going to affect that later on? Like maybe later on that day for us or yeah, like, you right. know, the next day, you know? I don't, I'm my own person. I can do that if I want. Mm. But it's then also the, I guess, the realisation that that has repercussions. And I'd never really thought of it like that. I think it's worse for the guy too, isn't it? If he rubs one out, then he finds it harder to get yeah. engaged with it. Yeah. I think it's really yeah. full on. I'm, I had a girlfriend that was telling me, I was talking to her about this, and she said that she um, she banned porn from their house. Because mm. she was like... Not a bad idea. This is really affecting... For him, she was like, this is affecting us, so that's got to be first. Like, we've got to be first. So where's the line there? You know? I think I think it probably differs for everybody based on their own kind of sex drive, but I think you're completely onto that because I've lived, I've been in that position, I've lived that where I wasn't sexually fulfilled within the relationship, so I would self pleasure, and then the more you self pleasure, the less you need it from the partner. Mm-hmm. So then I felt more like more distant because in a way I did get a bit addicted to my vibrator because it was so like um, what's the word? It was so like. Easy. It's so yeah. time. You just get it done. And when you're busy, you're just like, yeah, I'm I'm horny and I'd just like to climax. And if I can do that in three minutes versus how, 25, great. How funny is the word horny? <laughs> I can't get over it. I just will never get over it. I can't say it. Like, I can't say I'm horny how without feeling like an idiot. Though? How else well, do you I said say to it? Well, I said to my partner the other day, I was trying to figure out if we could get a new word because I just feel like such a fucking idiot. My ex-boyfriend used to say toey. Toey's good. When I, I was like younger. Frisky. Yeah. Oh, Frisky's good. Frisky. Yeah, Frisky's frisky. good. But Frisky feels like something my mum would say too. Yeah, it's so a then bit it takes like, it like you'd be wearing kitten heels or something. <laughs> 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 or you're dressed up in a 1950s uh, like go-go frisky. dance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um, you, do you have anything to add to this? Yeah, well, I think, um, I think popular theory has it that women can orgasm more Whereas men might have one or two in the tank per sort of six hours, right? Really? So, yeah. So if you if you have orgasm, it doesn't necessarily mean that you won't be able to orgasm again or you're a chick, experience yeah. arousal and pleasure and, and really enjoy doing that with somebody. So I think that if you have that in mind and if you have that kind of body, then I think you could kind of have your cake and eat it too. So you could do both. Because there are le- sometimes. And, and I think I'm learning that that, you know, in when you, I don't know, you grow up in a, your sex drive changes and you are different in yourself and different mm. with people. Mm. I guess I never saw myself as being, that to me says, oh my God, that's a quite a sexual person. And I'm like, oh my God, is that me? How good. But then sometimes I think <laughs> the I didn't more. think that I was, I didn't, I thought I was. I just thought I knew who I was. Like. The more you masturbate, though, or so the more you're thinking, like the more regularly you're doing that, don't you think sometimes, yeah, like you said, the hornier you can be because you're, yeah. do you know, it's almost like, the I don't know, the more you do it, the more you want it. I think that's got a point too. Because it's more on your mind. Like, you know, sometimes you go for like, I don't know, you could go two months without thinking about sex, wanting sex, and because it's not in your peripheral or, or even thinking. I feel like I... um. 
uh, have found my vibrator again after about three months. And even knowing that it's in the um, drawer next to my uh, next to my have bed. Have you used it since you've been single? Yeah. For Was the that fir- weird? For the first time this week. Ah. But I, but then I think I did it on Monday Christy for the first was, time. Christy was with a dude for eight years. For the for the first time on Monday, and then most nights as I went to bed, it was in my thought process where I was like, "Do I want to masturbate tonight? Maybe I do." And I think I maybe three times this week. Ooh. But before then, I had not even thought about it. Mm. But the fact that I had, I felt like I'd opened that part of myself up again, literally, mm. I was like, it was just in my brain every time I went to bed. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. I think that, I mean, you're in that sort of lucky position of being in a new relationship where you are quite, you're both quite frisky. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think frisky is like a baby pony that's twitching <laughs> and shivering in a, in a field. But you're both frisky and so you kind of want to make sure that that attention is given to one another yeah. and, not, and not wasted somewhere else, you know. Sort of like, uh, yeah, because we've got plenty of years of to be able to be gone doing that again. Not to mention, you can incorporate it in your sex life. I think sometimes that's hot too. Like yeah. you yeah, tell totally. him, you tell yeah. him that you touch yourself. He, you know, like you watch him, like vice versa. Like you can incorporate it. Yeah, that's, in a way. that's done. I bet yeah. it's like more. Yeah, the the on your own thing with mm. no one else in the bed is the thing. But yeah, it is interesting. But it, I'm, but I like the idea that w- you should concentrate on it for as long as you can. Because that time, it might I guess. Change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you, me, Steins. It's been a real treat. Thank you for your time today. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, Instagram, you, me, child. That's the, right. All yeah. one so, word. That is so. Uh, so now sums up the youngest, like, and the <laughs> king of life. Like, it just <laughs> says everything. Is that what that is? Has that got anything to do with it? Um, no. Oh. It's just a nickname that I got when I was like fifteen, and I, you know, just. Fucking stuck. It's really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like most nicknames. Yeah. Um, Yumi Child on Twitter. And also you can find all um, all the stuff that she does. Uh, what? How would you explain the cooking thing? Is it something that you're doing regularly or is it was it all brought out via, like, via the book or how? Okay, so, the, yeah, the cooking is uh, – it's, uh, it's a really good question. It just started because I've got four children, so I have to cook all the fucking time and I love food and I used to actually be a chef. Oh, did well, you? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm always looking for really good food and I love great cooking, but I don't want to fuss too much. Like, I just don't have time. Mm. So that's sort of what Zero Fucks is about. It's like you've still got to put the food on the table, but you just don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> so the book isn't even out. It's out in um, March next year. Okay. But in the meantime, there's a, there's a Facebook page where there's heaps of sharing and recipes and good stuff. So okay. it's called Zero Fucks Cooking, I think. There. Zero Fucks Food we've got, but... Um... We should correct that. We'll put zero it up. Fox cooking yeah, on zero Insta. Fox cooking. Okay, yeah. great. Um, so check that out. All right. Well, thank you. Have an awesome weekend and Bye, um, and good luck with your podcast. Thanks, Yumi. Bye. 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 Were you part of this convo and want more? Join our Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram, or thethinkergirls.com.au. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.